Season 2 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. Joining me this evening, I've got Becca Braddock with us from Portsmouth. Good evening. And joining us again from Brazil, we've got Greg Taylor. Boataji to the mundo. So just in case um, our listeners are wondering, uh, Greg says there's a bit of a derby going on in Brazil at the moment and there's a huge party. So we've got lots of lots of background music and um, uh, just so that it doesn't interfere with the podcast a little bit, we're going to have him mute in between. So when you hear music come in and out, you know, hey ho, dance, enjoy yourself. (laughs) We're we're trying to create an (laughs) ambiance. Is that what you're going to be doing as well, Nikki? Let's just be clear. <laughs> well, well, the earlier the earlier bits where where Adele's song was on, I was like, oh, that's actually a really good song, and I was a bit, bit distracted. <laughs> I forgot we were talking about football for a minute. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, let's start with you, Bex. What did you think of today's game? Um, quite a fast game. Shame we didn't get more goals. I think we could have done. Villa weren't exactly a great opposition to play. Um, so maybe it was, I don't know, like a fallout from Thursday's game. I don't know. It was um, It's nice to get some points, though. Yeah. In our Leicester. Yeah. No, this is true. This And it's important. Greg, what was your take? Well, I was very I was very happy with it. I think we played play very professionally. Um, relentless attacking, as usual. Um, we were... I, I think we were kind of like Dortmund were on Thursday, except this time we weren't the recipient. Um, we, I mean, we could have had three or four goals. And also remember that we were away from home. So I, I was very pleased with that. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I, I was um, saying to you guys a little while ago that uh, I thought that maybe the sort of the first 10 minutes we were looking really, really sharp. And and I think we also were a bit unlucky with um, with not getting a couple of goals because we, we could have been definitely at least four or five nil up. And they were also quite lucky and and didn't get goals, fortunately. We were a bit asleep in certain stages of the game. And I felt, and I know that you disagreed with me, but I felt that the last sort of 15, 20 minutes, we, we almost went to sleep a little bit. I think we were just getting a bit lazy and sloppy with our passes. And I, I was getting highly frustrated with Luis. I don't know what what's going on with them, but I was I was beyond annoyed. I don't know if you agree, Greg. What did you think? Um, well, I don't think we fell asleep as such. I think the thing is that Villa at the, at the bottom club, they're holding everybody else up. Um, they're at home. Their stadium wasn't exactly full. They've got to try and do something for their fans. So that even if they're going to have a go at some point, as you say, it was like towards the end they had a little bit of a flurry. Um, they had that. They had that little scramble where the ball hit the hit the woodwork twice. 
Um, and then I think they hit the woodwork again, didn't they, a couple of minutes later. But I, I, I don't think we were particularly troubled, and, and I, I don't really think we went to sleep. I think we, I think they just kind of put, put a, a rocket up their arses, basically, for a few minutes. Hmm. I suppose that's fair, Bex. What did you think? Am I am I just falling? Am I losing it all? <laughs> no, I think Hugo was culpable for a couple of goals on Thursday night in Dortmund, and I think also today he completely switched off, mm. so, which I think is a dangerous move. A for any player, B for your skipper. Yeah. Which is why we should have an outfield skipper, perhaps. Mm. But maybe the last couple of games, for whatever reason, I don't think Hugo is quite as good as his press would suggest. I know, there's something off there. I don't know what it is. He's absolutely not right. Yeah. But, I mean, I I do think that Walker had a cracker of a game and, and obviously, Dembele again had a cracker of a game. And Lamella. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Oh, Greg, let's cue the Lamella. (laughs) The Lamella party did. (laughs) Greg? Yes. Sorry, I, I... I did the mute-unmute thing. No, that's fine. <laughs> we figured that. Um, yeah, he did, though. I mean, he was he was tackling quite well, don't you think? Well, he was, he was tackling well, and he was also he was also threading balls through well as well. I mean, he's he's got an eye for a pass. You know, he, he and Ericsson, they both got an eye for a pass, and today especially Lamello, he was threading them through, and uh, it was just unfortunate finishing sometimes that it didn't come off and uh, we didn't get more goals. Mm. Mm. And um, what did you think of um, what did you think of uh, Rose today, Greg? I think that oh, I, I, I think that at the beginning he was um, a little bit sloppy. He was uh, only for a few minutes, like maybe 10, 20 minutes. He was a little bit sloppy with his passing and and his clearing. Um, mind you, Hugo was as well a couple of times. But um, I, I think after that, he, he, he kind of got into gear and he wasn't quite the attacking threat that he, he normally is. But, you know, it just depends. I mean, if the ball doesn't go out to him, he can't do, can't do anything with it, can he? Yeah, but, but their player um, was also really threatening down the left flank there. So he, he wasn't allowed to have as much of a game or as much um, ball time, I suppose, as Walker did. Yeah, true. Bex, what did you think? Yeah, and were they booing him towards the end of the game? It did sound like they were booing but him. But I couldn't figure out what he'd done. No, not at all. I don't know if maybe because he didn't get off the pitch when he had his boot off or something. I don't know. Who knows what was causing that? One thing I did want to say about today is the fans who sang almost incessantly throughout the whole game they were singing every song that we could possibly think of and I think that was really important yes yeah absolutely I do agree with you it was really nice to hear the away fans singing their little hearts out and we could hear them throughout the game yep okay. I mean if, if if somebody came off with the substitutions when they came off there they were singing uh you know for Deli Ali for Ericsson for they were singing Harry they were singing you name it like you said they were just singing all the songs we could think of <laughs> that was quite nice yeah and they joined in with the um there was a bit of you're getting sacked in the morning to Remy Gard which is always <laughs> nice 
Um, <laughs> Villa fans were chanting, we won't learn it out. And the Spurs fans joined in with that as well, as far as I could hear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, okay, so, so do you think... Um, uh, what do you think your feeling has been sort of the last few games with the fact that we haven't really, I don't know, have we been a normal Tottenham or have we been slipping a little bit? How do you think other Tottenham fans are feeling at the moment? Um, like we're we're just becoming the old, same old Spursy Tottenham or that it's no, just a bit of a, a glimpse in our, in our momentum and we'll get back on top. Greg, what do you think? That was just a little blip. I mean, today showed that we can still do what we do. Um, I mean, the, the Dusseldorf game, there are reasons for that, and we'll go into that later. But um, an Arsenal, it was just sort of luck that um, Sanchez came up and managed to get the equaliser, wasn't it? Um, I, I, I don't think they've they've lost their their tempo there or anything like that. I mean, if they if they had lost their if they had lost their tempo, then we would have struggled today, and we didn't struggle today. Okay, Bex? Yeah, we absolutely didn't struggle today. Um, I did think Brad Guzan kept Villa in it to a, a greater extent, as did the crossbar and the woodwork. Um, but I don't think we were ever under any threat, and the stats, I'm sure, afterwards will excuse me, back us up on that. Um, yeah, it was a harsh two only get one point from the six with the Derby and the West Ham game, but really, we should be okay. Yeah, we should be. I mean, I think at the end of the day, um, we're still a work in progress. I think I still put that on Facebook this week. We're still a work in progress. And considering everything we've achieved so far this season, I don't think we've done too badly. Oh, we, no, we've, we've done well. I mean, we're, we're doing better than we expected. I mean, we expected to be giving a good fight for fourth position and we're giving a good fight for the championship not fourth position and you know so we're we're over exceeding expectations at the moment and long may us long may we keep doing it next season then i think we will be we will be different we'll be stronger unfortunately teams like united and chelsea um will probably come back and have another go probably but um Maybe during the summer we can get a couple of signings and um, push ourselves up another notch. Yeah, we would need to. But that's the thing. We've always said that other teams are going to get better as we get better, etc., etc. And we've actually got some questions later in that regard. Um, let's just talk a little bit about the Dortmund game. What do you think happened, Bex? I think that... Being where we are, if we'd have been fifth in the league, I think the first team would have gone out to play. But Poch has got one eye on the title, and I think that's absolutely the right decision to make. I understand that it's heartbreaking for fans that travel, um, and it's not good necessarily for team morale. But really, I couldn't see any other result than we would not struggle. But the minute you saw the team, you thought, yeah, this is going to be a really, really hard match. And that's exactly the way it proved to be. The hardest thing is we haven't lost like that this season. We haven't fallen apart like that this season. And that, I think, made it a lot harder to watch. Yeah, we were we were seriously lacking in the midfield there. It just wasn't strong enough. No. And and I think that was the problem. What do you think, Greg? Um, 
Well, I think the lineup, as as Beck said, the lineup was dictated by our success in the league this season. Um, because we're not we're not fighting for fourth position, but we're fighting to be champions. And he Poch had to take that into consideration. And I agree with you, the the midfield was light. Um, Carol and Mason were pretty much outclassed. And unfortunately, Chadley, who said that I can play up front on my own, yeah, he showed us that wrong. he can't. Yeah. He showed us that he can't. Um, as I said, as I said on Facebook, we're Dortmund light. We're we're aspiring to be like Dortmund, um, and I think I think we'll we'll get there. We're we're going in the right direction. Um, it's kind of we, we we now we know what it's like to be on the receiving end of playing us, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Yes. Actually, how we have been the season. That's a very good point. I quite like I that. I mean, we've done that to other teams. Yeah, we have. And now we know what it feels like. So now we can go and carry on doing it to other teams <laughs> with a bit more venom. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's not a nice feeling. I must be honest. It's horrible. And that's the hardest thing, isn't it? Because we haven't lost like that all season. Yeah. And we'd forgotten, oh, this is really sucky. And I bravely went into work on Friday morning wearing a Spurs hoodie, almost to say to the lads in the office, come on then, bring it on. <laughs> One of you is going to start and have a go at me for last night. Do it now. Um, but they are still my team. And strangely enough, nobody said anything. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they just... Very think... well brainwashed. They are absolutely <laughs> terrified. <laughs> I was just going to say, they must be scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a bad thing, actually. Well, no, exactly. That works well for me. Yeah, precisely. So looking at our fixtures this week we have got Dortmund at home and then we've got Bournemouth at home on Sunday so given what happened last week against Dortmund Greg what do you reckon Pochettino will do this this week Thursday Greg sorry I was muted I started speaking and I was muted so you couldn't hear me um, <laughs> What, what will he do? I think that he'll. Um, I think that he'll he'll concentrate on the league now. I think a lot of it depended on how we did today. Um, we won today. We won away. We've kept ourselves within, if, especially if Leicester lose on Monday, we've kept ourselves within two points again. We've increased our goal difference. Um, so I, I, I think he'll, I think he'll put out a similar team. I think the team will probably do better because they're at home, but I don't know if it will be enough to to overturn overturn the tie. I mean, I, I didn't think we were going to, before the Dortmund match, I didn't think we were going to win that one anyway. I was thinking 2-1, lose us losing 2-1, but bringing a, an away goal back home with us. Um, so I, I was disappointed but not gutted when we lost. I think So I, I, I think he's... He's got to prioritise the league. I mean, imagine the feeling if somehow we managed to win the championship this season. We're all going to be on, not cloud nine, but cloud 12, 13, 14 and 15, aren't we? Mm -hmm. if we? If we win the Europa League, we're going to be happy, but it's not going to be the same. No, you're right. It won't be the same. So, Bex, what do you think he's going to do on Thursday? I think he's going to play a similar team to the one he played last Thursday. And if you look at it, we were under a lot of pressure for the first half but went in at half time only one down 
Um, and the problems really started, I think, when the grown-up subs came on. Mm, okay, but don't you think that maybe being at home is going to play into our hands? It will, it, it's an advantage for us? I bloody hope so, because I'm going. So I'm... <laughs> 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 so I am expecting a very loud evening. Um, I'm not working Friday, which is probably just as well, because I also expect to not have a voice with which to speak on Friday. Um, <laughs> it should be a really, really lively night at the lake, irrespective of the first leg. I think everybody's going to be really up for it. And we've already proven that when Spurs fans get behind the team, then that will lift their game. And I think everybody will be very up for it on here. So. Yeah, okay. and Deli Ali will be available as well, won't he? Even if only as a sub, he'll be available. Yeah, that's also true. But we need we need more strength in the midfield. Otherwise, we're we're not even going to be contenders. So either Pochettino just makes it look like we're interested and um, and puts out a team, and we can hope for the best. But if we lose, well, hey ho, then we can focus on the Premiership. Or we we go out to try and win it. Yeah, I mean Dortmund are a really good side. They are a normal Champions League team. So whilst it's never nice to lose, um, and if we lose on Thursday night, it will be horrific. It's that's what we are aiming to play at that level. Yes. So if you're going to step up by quite that much, then there is always going to be a little bit of a learning curve. So maybe everybody that, and there were lots of people who gave Poch a hard time or, you know, gave the team a hard time, then maybe you need to look at the bigger picture. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Okay. Um, and what do you think about the game against Bournemouth on Sunday? Greg? The game against Bournemouth, I think we'll, we'll go for it again. We'll put out a strong team again, probably the same as today. Um, it's, we, we beat them, was it 5-1 we beat them at their place? Yeah. Or maybe we'll just keep it to four this time, <laughs> give them a bit of dignity, a bit of dignity. Really? Because I'm quite happy to go for the five, because I'm really greedy. So we should absolutely wallop their asses. Um, they're safe, they're 13th in the table, they're not going to go down. So it, they will play, they've played all season some lovely footballs, which should be a really good match to watch. Yeah, it should it should be. Look, and I mean, on paper we should be winning that game comfortably, and we need the points. Let's be honest. If we're going to be contenders, we need the points. So we need to we need to win these next few games that are coming up. I'm just having a look here to see who Leicester are playing. They're playing tomorrow. They're playing um, at home to Newcastle, and then they're away next week Saturday to Crystal Palace. So they've got a, a couple of easy-ish games coming up. Yeah, I'm not sure. Newcastle have a new manager syndrome. I don't know if you've heard. You know, they, <laughs> Rafa Benitez has signalled the end of his career by going to Newcastle. So I, I'm not sure that that will be as easy a game as they think, as easy a game as it would have been last week. Mm, OK. We need them to slip up, though. We really do. Yeah, I think Palace will castle Yeah, Greg. The Palace are in the semi-finals now, aren't they, of the FA Cup? So they'll be hyped up for that. So they may be 
in a good mood as well, and they, they might uh, think, oh, what the hell, let's, let's see what we can do here. They might do us a favour, you never know. Yeah. I mean, just, I suppose the best that we can hope for at this stage of the game is, is just to play our best and, and see where we finish, you know. If we win, great, and, and if we get top four, well, that was the goal all along. You know, yeah, we'd be gutted, but but there's always the next time, and and I think that's that's the thing we've just got to keep remembering is that, considering our achievements so far this season, it's 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 been fabulous, and we can't expect anything more than that. Well, we can, but <laughs> we shouldn't, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's all about expectations, isn't it? Yeah, it is a hard thing to cope with. But today is a good result. It's put us back on track. First win in four, isn't it? Yes. So it's it's good. It's nice that feeling of smugness and um, shouting at the television so the dog runs away. <laughs> I know. We also shouted at the, the, the television and poor Sasha jumps up and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She got such a fright. <laughs> but it is nice to be able to scream again because actually we watched it at home. The first time that we've watched it at home for a while because normally we're out with Johannesburg Spurs watching the games together but because uh, Javid who is missing in action asked me to host for him this evening um, we decided to stay at home and watch the game here tonight so it makes a change makes a change and talking about winning Bex have you got an update for us on the ladies yeah I suppose ladies today went down to semi Plymouth and um, completely thrashed well, that's a slight exaggeration. Beat them 4-2, which is really nice. With two goals from Wendy Martin, uh, one from Kelly Blanchard, and one from Bianca Baptiste. So that's really, really nice. I like that when that happens. Oh, that's brilliant. Well done, yeah, girls. They're on fire. Yeah, they were um, They were 3-0 up, and then, it, um, then they let Plymouth back in. But anyway, it's still a really good result for them. I think they would be really, really happy. Yeah, no, that sounds brilliant. That's really great. Yeah, um, so that was a league match. Um, they play next Sunday, by the way. They play uh, up, oh gosh, up north somewhere. They play uh, Forest Ladies next week in the in a semi-final. So that should be a really good match to um, keep an eye on. Okay. They're I... really active, sorry, on um, social media. Their Facebook and Twitter is really I was just going to um, say. Updated. How... How can we follow them? <laughs> you can at th at thlsb on Twitter, and they've got a Facebook um, Spurs ladies. They are very vocal. You normally get lots of videos of the things happening in the game, um, lots of pictures. They keep their goal stats updated. It's actually far far better than the Spurs ladies website on <laughs> attached to. Oh, like that's gash, and it's generally way way behind. But um, yeah, definitely worth watching that. The other thing that happened was they lost midweek to West Ham. Oh, crap. Well, we know how that feels. By 1-0 <laughs> <laughs> at, at their place as well. So, oh, yeah, it was all... Deja vu. Oh, yeah, yeah, really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so before we move on to questions, Bex, what are your predictions for the games? Do you want to give me any scoreline predictions? Oh, for the Dortmund game, I don't know. I, I don't know if we go all out if Poch puts the first team in and then he just completely hammers them or whether he's going to play it safe. 
So I think, having said that, I think he'll play it safe. So I'll go for 2-1 on the night for Spurs, which will put us out of the competition. Um, and I've, we should just thrash the ass off Bournemouth. So, um, yeah, let's go for 3-1 there. OK, cool. Greg? Uh, against Dortmund, unfortunately, I have a feeling they're going to get an away goal. Um, and that's going to really kill us off then, isn't it? Mm. So I think... I think we could lose 2-1 again. I don't want us to, of course, but I'm trying to be realistic, and especially with the likely team that Ocho put out. And, of course, a lot of people will complain, but they, they'll stop complaining if we win the league, or even come second, they'll stop complaining. <laughs> Bournemouth. Yeah. Bournemouth. Um, it's at home. I, I'd like to say 3-0, but I think maybe 3-1. I want to say 12, 12 nil, but you know, but being realistic, <laughs> we don't need the goal difference. Being realistic, I don't once. think we're going to do a Wigan. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll say three one. Yeah, I would just prefer that we keep a clean sheet for goodness' sake. You know, uh, so would I. Hugo needs to seriously up his game. Something is off there, and I don't know what it is, but Pochettino needs to sort that out. I mean, Toby was very, very um, prominent again today. Every time there was a block or something, it was Toby that was involved. Toby's name was called out. It's like Toby's he was almost incredible. working on his own at the back there. Did, did you realise that Toby has played every minute of every league game so far? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was uh, watching a Spanish stream and they were just calling him Toby, which amused me lots. So lots of the players, they would say... Um, but I quite like watching that Spanish thing because I don't get all the English bollocks and all the crap that they feel the need to talk, the commentators. Didn't get any of that at all, it was great. So I could just listen to their names. Um, but it, they were just saying Toby, nothing else. Not <laughs> Alderweireld, it was just Toby. So it's nice that he, is, he carries that much um, uniqueness, if you like, into the game that they don't have to give him any other name than Toby. Kind yeah. of Brazilian, almost. <laughs> well, we, 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 actually, we actually have a Pecanino Horsey who plays for us in uh, left-back position. Pecanino is like the little, or kind of little, little, really, and Horsey is how they pronounce Rose. Oh! So, so, so welcome to my world. I get, I get uh, a lot of strange pronunciations. <laughs> That's interesting. Horsey for did Rose. You know, did you know that Harry Kane's first name isn't really Harry? It's uh, a sensation um, inglés de football, the English football sensation. <laughs> Fair enough. Works for me. I like that. Nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. English football sensation. I like that. Um, they were talking about, some of the commentators were talking again, um, saying that they reckon that Delhi Ali will get uh, Young Player of the Year, which is fair. Who else is his? Who else is up for that sort of title, really? For that title, no one really. I mean, maybe Dyer, but I mean, Vardy's way too old. Yes, yes. Are we talking young player, Craig? That's what I'm saying. He's way too old for it. Not what's, what's, what's the restriction? Is it 21 or 22 or 23 or something like that? I don't know. I think. I don't know. I don't because Mares Mares might might be out as well because of age. Yeah. So let's just decide that Deli Ali gets it. Yeah, Deli Ali should get it. Yeah. Moving on swiftly. <laughs> <laughs> 
no bias. It's lovely to see that, Nikki. No, absolutely none whatsoever. So, um, uh, oh, I haven't given my school predictions. Um, <laughs> Naughty girl. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, yeah, I'm going to adopt uh, Tim Sherwood's saying today. It's going to be a cricket score on Sunday against Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we should, I think we could easily get 4 5 0 because I think that they're going to work on their um, their defence this, this week and hopefully just Hugo ups his game a bit or something, does something. And um, against Dortmund, I don't actually hold out any hope, to be honest. And if we're knocked out, I'm not going to say it's the end of the world. I just think that at this moment in time, for us, the Premiership is the most important thing to focus on. So let's just let's just do it. I think throw everything we can at it, and and hopefully walk away with the title. And if we don't, it's okay. I'm not going to fall to pieces. <laughs> I'll just drink more wine. <laughs> I, was gonna, I knew there would be wine involved somewhere. <laughs> But never red. You have to drink white wine. Yeah. Never red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. All right, good. Let's move on to some questions. So, I've got a question here from somebody who asks, what has happened to Javid? Has he been kidnapped, cast away, or has a mini coup taken place on the podcast? Greg? Well, I think I know what's happened. He's away having a full body cosmetic surgery. So he can look like Joanna Coleman, and then he can stand in the mirror and play with her boobs by proxy. <laughs> okay. Two Jenna Colemans um, walking around. That's that's just a bit strange, but okay. It's <laughs> a lot of lot of work to go through, a lot of efforts just to play with her boobs. <laughs> But the thing is that you know it's possible. <laughs> no, this is true. This is true. Well, one of the guys on the on the group, he said he's away on a bagel hunt, which is very likely because, you know, Javanese bagels, my goodness. Anyway, let's move on. I've got another question here from Andy Hawker. He asks, and I th think we didn't quite cover this, but was Pochettino on drugs when he made his team selection on Thursday? Bex? I guess that that depends what you think the focus should be, doesn't it? Yeah. Because for me, I thought I looked at that team and I thought, okay, he is quite clearly saying, we'll play this game, but my focus is entirely the league. Now, I'd rather lose 3-0 at Dortmund to the Dortmund at this stage than hyping up the expectation level levels even further by having played, I don't know, a Liverpool or a United at this level, thrash the ass off them and then have to play it, whereupon everybody gets really, really excited and that fall is even harder. Mm. So I'd rather know now. Yeah. That, that okay, this isn't going to happen. Fine, okay, cool. We'll go, we'll play on Thursday. See how it goes, but actually, it's a sideline. It is not our focus at all. And I think that's where Potts was. Like, had we played a weaker team, like Liverpool or United, um, then I think he may have put out a stronger team to beat them. Mm. Mm. Greg, what's your take? I agree. There's no way he was on drugs on Thursday. Um, 
the thing is that he's looking at he's got to make his selections in context now he's looking at the big picture we're we're in with a shout of getting the league championship it's not how it normally is so he's he has to to temper his, his selection accordingly he couldn't just think oh let's put out a really strong team against Dortmund because then imagine Kane and, um, and Lamella or whatever um, imagine they got injured and they are out of today's game then we'd be putting on a weaker team for today could could be a, a chance that, the, that they they might have snatched a goal or even a draw I don't think a win but the thing is that he is thinking of the big picture he's not on drugs he's thinking about what's best for the club and for us in turn yeah I agree I agree okay um, I, I don't really have anything more to add I, I all I can say is that I do think that obviously he he knows what his team is capable of and what depth he has and if he's chosen to play them it's for a reason so whether or not um, he's trying to appear to be taking the competition seriously it doesn't appear that way because a lot of people are criticizing him but I think I agree that the premiership should be the focus at this moment in time um, my only concern is though that we we will be playing against teams like that in the championship um on champions league sorry so what do we do what do we do next year then that gives us some time to improve our best part of the season so far has come between the end of the europa league group stage and the game against Fiorentina. that's been our best what two and a half three months of the season so far so is he also bearing that in mind that it's a little bit dangerous because now we're back in it and look at where our results have been when we played when we've had those Fiorentina games to contend with mm. and don't so, forget that this won't be the team that's playing the Champions League next season fingers and toes crossed that we get in there we should do I can't yeah. say it's not getting in but this won't be the team it won't be the, the like the, the first team that's playing we're gonna make additions they know we need to strengthen. I mean, Dortmund match was great for showing us that. It showed us that we need to have uh, competition for Harry. We need to have stronger backups for the centre midfield. And I think that they'll address that this, this summer. Well, that leads us into a question from Ali Hassan. He asks here, we should get Champions League next season, fingers and toes crossed. So should we should attract a different level of player but do you think Pochettino and Levy will continue to go after the cheaper option at least while we are in the process of building the stadium or might they want to bring in a marquee signing? Bex? Okay uh, this is all the same arguments we had back in January I don't think this is about who the player is it's about the balance of the team because it's a, it, if you look at what we have this season no heroes everybody works for the team if you take that out and you drop in a marquee player then if they're not the right person they're going to upset the entire balance of the team so this is all about who and how they fit in not just about how much they cost and how well they've done elsewhere so i think they will try to bring in you because that's what potch does it's got nothing to do with leaving any cost this is how potch operates this is how he did it at southampton 
Greg? Greg? Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it'll be either, actually. Because I, I, I think we'll only make two or three editions at the most. I don't think we'll buy cheaper because that will be could be detrimental to a, a Champions League uh, campaign. And I don't think we'll bring in a marquee sign because a marquee sign would be somebody like Ibramovic, who's at, who's going to be out of contract, um, but his wages are going to be astronomical. And of course, he isn't. He is a real marquee signing. But we won't go for someone like that either. I mean, anybody who has a pulse and has followed my Facebook posts know that I want to bring in Michi Batshuayi from Marseille to give um, competition to Harry Kane. Uh, myself and Joey Pogo are the, are the main supporters for that. Um, we know we need more competent cover for central midfield. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting actually because Chelsea, Man City are going to have new managers. There's always already talk of them having a bit of a clean out. And maybe Man United as well will have a new manager. And the thing is that we're going to have more money. We've got television money coming in. There's Champions League money coming in. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see us spending six to a billion or so on, on two or maybe three players. So I, I, I don't think it'll be a marquee signing, but I think it'll be a, a high quality, it'll be high quality players to help us in the Champions League campaign. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, um, but based on that, okay, so we, we, we'll get a couple of players and I agree with Greg, maybe it will only be two or three players. Now, now looking at who we've got, one of the questions we've got is from a tour at um, his ha Twitter handle is at AT underscore Spurs. He asks, Ventileb, will he be at the club next season? So, Greg, based on what you just said, do you do you think he's one of the guys that might leave because he's not getting enough game time or he doesn't fit into Pochettino's style? I think, yes, I think Ventileb may be one of the ones who, who, who goes because, because of the reasons you've just stated. Plus, um, He's, he's had his injuries, and we it's horrible saying this about our players, but we can do better. Um, another one, I mean, I like Chadley. No, 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 I don't no, know. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, because go on. was actually, he was integral to the team last season. I was just going to say the same thing. Dave. Last so season. From, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. So he's had a rough time this season with injuries, and that's it. We're going to completely write him off no. already before next season starts. You need to give the lad a chance next season. And Poch will... I, I have a ton of faith in Poch and his decision and what he and Paul Mitchell decide. But that will that, that is the pinch point. It will be those two that decide what happens to him. And I don't think they, are, they will be so ready to write him off after this season. OK, but having said that, though, Bex, um, where's he been the last couple of weeks? He, he's not still inju injured. And he played, he came on a little bit, but then he's not even been on the bench for us, which is a bit of a concern. Do you think that he's had a bit of a fallout like the Townsend route or, or what? Where is he? No, no, I just think for whatever reason, he's not playing. So in that case, Potts weren't selected. And I, there, is, there must be something behind it. Yes. Well, he travelled with them to Dortmund. He played on Thursday night. There must be something behind it for his pivot. Because he's just completely fallen off the grid, effectively, isn't it? Considering that last season you'd have said he was one of the best players that you've got on the team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this season he's just kind of 
not there. So there must be something behind it. And given the fact that Poch is so good with the youth players, I'm sat here waving my hands around like a complete idiot, forgetting you guys can't see me. Poch is so good with the youth players, but I can't believe that all of a sudden he's decided what, that Ben's legs too old and he doesn't need to bother with him. I'm sure he's still working with him. No, but I'm, I'm not saying that he's out. looking to get rid of players. What I'm saying is that he may listen to offers. I mean, I don't think he wants... I don't think he's... He's not looking to get rid of Bentaleb. He's not looking to get a, rid of Chadley. But there is there is interest in Chadley. I mean, especially if he brings in Batshui, who's another Belgian. I mean, I think it would make sense to have, you know, keep our contingent, our Belgian contingent um, in one piece. But if we get decent offers, maybe he will listen to offers you know he's not he's not throwing them on the scrap heap but yeah. if somebody comes in with a a very good deal and they want Bentaleb I mean, again it could be better for Bentaleb because then he gets his he gets his his first team starts he gets his regular place doesn't he yeah absolutely and I agree with you I may just be taking this all out of context and Poch may have <laughs> that that's it well he may well have said you know pick up your um your form or your offski mate. He might well have done that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But um, but you're right. He was integral to to the team last season, and um, and I still think he has a lot to offer. Uh, because he's really really strong on the ball when he's having a good game and yeah. that's the thing our midfield is is lacking and 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 i'm really sorry because i know that there are people who like carol but i just don't think that he cuts it i think yes he might be a talented boy but he's just too light and and mason doesn't do it for me either i don't like either of those players and that's a horrible thing to say because i think that on their day, they can be really good depending on the, the the kind of game that's being played. But they're certainly not my first choice. They're not even impact subs, guys. Well, they've had some great games though, Nikki. That's the thing. I would be yeah. certainly Carol. I would be very wary about writing him off so um, quickly. He's learning at the feet of Dembele. I don't know they're different styles of players, but I, I think ultimately that's what Tom Carroll is. That's the role that he wants. Perhaps. Or a Modric type role. Yeah, Greg, what do you think? What about Carroll? Mm. Um, yeah, I always feel a bit nervous when he's when he's named in the startup because he he just looks like a bit of a bit of a kid, doesn't he? He looks like he should be playing for schoolboy Spurs and not the first team. Um, I mean, he has got skill. We know that. I mean, that that Messi esque goal that he scored when he was. Uh, along the byline and he managed to slot it in. I mean, he is he is a good footballer, um, but he's a bit diminutive. And I know Modric isn't a big guy either, but Modric has got that little bit extra. Maybe maybe it's something that will come out in him. We don't know. Um, as I say, the, the, the problem is that, that when we have, we have players that we see and we think, oh, I don't really rate them much or, I mean, I'm not overly sad that Townsend went. Um, as a guy, he seemed a nice guy, etc., but he just wasn't the right fit for Tottenham. But the thing is that sometimes there, some, sometimes you, you have to be so objective. Um, I'm clenching my fist now, not waving my hands. <laughs> you, sometimes sometimes you, you, you have to be really objective, and Pochettino is really objective. I mean, he doesn't play favourites. You don't do well in training, you don't go in the team. 
Um, I'm, I'm quite looking to see what happens when Ninja comes back. Um, hopefully he'll he'll make the grade. Because remember, we, we we have got other players as well. You know, we've got Ninja. Exactly. And he's he's a very fast player. And before his injury, he was he was showing some good sparks. Yeah. No, you're right. He was. So we we do. And 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 of course, I mean, we've still got we've still got um, Fatongan and. And he's really yeah. good. It's it's nice that Kevin Vimmer has sort of stepped up to the plate a little bit, and um, and shown that he can be a he can be relied on, you know. So we, we we certainly do have the depth, and we don't want to lose any of these guys because they're not getting game time. So I think as long as they yeah. understand, like our fullbacks do, that they've got to be rotated and and played when when it, it depends on the team that you you're playing against. And then you choose the best, the best, the best guys for who can do the job, who can deliver. I think Poch has that ingrained in them, um, and they all seem perfectly. Well, maybe they don't, but nobody has come out openly and said, "Well, I think I should be playing." And Poch has made it quite clear the whole, you know, you, you're here to train, not necessarily play. Um, and good training will mean game time. Yeah. So well, Walk, that, Walker again, said the other a, day that. Sorry, carry on. No, it's, just, it's the philosophy. They're, they're very, very good. It's philosophy. <laughs> he says that a lot, hey. He say it an awful lot, and I just caught myself saying it thinking, oh my God, yeah. how much, much groupy do I sound like I know. quoting the boss? Philosophy, <laughs> mentality, it's football, it's what happens. Very happy for the fans. <laughs> Watch too much. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Greg. Yeah, I was just going to say that, that Walker said the other day that um, every player wants to play in every game. But he understands why they're being rotated. Um, the competition drives all four of them on. They learn from each other. And he's quite happy with being rotated. Okay, and I think that's probably the same for all, all four of them. We absolutely, it is the same, I think. I think that's what keeps them going. And they're learning from each other as well. We need some competition, some serious competition for Hugo. Because maybe that's what it is, Nicky, at the moment. Maybe that's what's causing his laissez-faire, his chilled-out attitude and his, you know, smoking a goal while in the goal, you know, sipping a, a Stella <laughs> or an espresso. Because he's got, there's nobody else there, is there? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It it is really bizarre. It's um, it's it's a bit lackadaisical of him, and I don't know. You know, everybody, every time we've had Vorm in there, you know, you just go, oh, you want Larice. Now, when they're about to pass the ball back to Larice, I'm like, oh, don't pass it yeah, to Larice. You know, yeah. it's 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 a not nice thing. We had so much confidence in him, and I don't know if he's just too tired or if he's just although you shouldn't be tired because he doesn't have to work very hard no in his custard yellow jersey um he doesn't it's not an issue for him is it and most of the time and today he barely touched the ball relatively if you consider the amount of time he was on the pitch he didn't do a great deal so i don't understand is it a mentality issue is finding it hard to keep his focus when he's not involved with the play do you know oh, i don't know it sometimes worries me how, how often we do pass the ball back to him, though. I don't know if it's to keep him awake or what. Um, <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> but but we, we, we do pass the ball back to him quite a lot. His it's distribution occasionally is a bit iffy. Um, 
I mean, as a goalie, he's fine. I mean, he's shaving, shaving. He's saving most of the shots. <laughs> yeah, but he's. I, I think he was at, at fault for at least one, if not two, of those goals against uh, Dortmund last Thursday. And I just really think he needs a little bit of competition because he clearly doesn't recognise Vorm as any competition. Um, they need to do something about that. But it's very, very difficult to find a goalkeeper who's going to yes. be number I two. That. I mean, I mean the, the, the Gooners had uh, what's his name, Ospina. Yep. And he, he he made the most saves against any team against us, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, so goalkeepers they always play out of their skins against us. I don't know why. But uh, it's very difficult to get a goalkeeper of that standard who's willing to stand by and wait for injuries yeah, or I, bookings I know or the logic something. Is. You know? It's just sometimes I just think maybe that's exactly what he needs. Anyway, we shall think. Yeah, we shall see. Okay, I've got I've got another two questions here. They kind of tie into each other in a way, um, and it, it it sort of ties into what we were discussing earlier. On Twitter, we've got Steve Coys, and his Twitter handle is at Harwood underscore Steve. He asks, when will we start ca taking cup competitions seriously and stop sacrificing them for top four? I, I presume that's the reference to Europa then. Yeah, yeah. And look, um, Carol Hayward asks... She says here, I am believing, in my mind, if we get off to a great start and get two early goals against Dortmund, the fecking roof will come off at White Hart Lane and who knows what will happen. <laughs> Remember Inter Milan away, Bale's hat-trick and the arse 4-4 game. Do you believe we can do it? I do, she says. It, they sort of tie into each other, what we were saying. I mean, I don't know. It depends on the kind of team that Pochettino puts out. And... Um, and I, I do think that he is taking the the, 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 gay, the cups seriously. I do think he is. I yeah. don't think he's not taking them seriously. I just think that um, for whatever reason we've come up we've come short and and yes, it's disappointing, but that's the way football goes. Oh God, I sound like him. That's how <laughs> football is. It's <laughs> what happens. Here we go again. Um, I can't believe any of the team wanted to lose in the League Cup game against the Arts. I don't think any of them wanted to lose against Palace in the FA Cup. Everybody looked gutted. And I don't truly believe that anybody wants to lose the Europa League game. So I don't think it's a Agreed. question of, of... I think the title is being prioritised because it's attainable right now. So you adjust... You know, you, you cut your cloth according to what you can. And at the moment, the title is the most open and available to us it's been in 50 odd years so i'm really sorry but why would you not go for that as opposed to a european you know a cup game why wouldn't you but i don't think that it's going to happen yeah and i presume that's a reaction to thursday night actually no agreed uh, greg what do you think yeah i agree i mean we're we haven't. We're not sacrificing games. We're not sacrificing games for other competitions. The thing is that you can only play. You can only have eleven players and three subs, and you're, you're restricted to that. Um, with, it's it's like when when you say, oh oh, you you beat such and such a team well, but it was only this lower lower team. You play who you're against. Um, 
regarding the competitions we're not we're not we're not sacrificing cups for fourth position as well this is the league championship we're talking about we're putting out as strong as we can under the conditions if that team that we put out isn't quite good enough it's our tough luck you know no no footballer as as, as Beck said no footballer wants to lose a match they want to play every match and they want to win every match now okay we're not going to win every match it, it's just you know it's, it's just a fact we're not going to win every match and the thing is that okay i think if we stayed no this is tricky isn't it because if we stayed in the Euro, europa league we're not out of it yet but if we stay in europa league then we'll be nearer that pot of gold and if we keep breathing down leicester's neck we're we're right behind that pot of gold and the better pot of gold which one do you want you you want the league championship we're not we're not sacrificing we're not even putting out a weakened team hoping that we'll lose we're we're or thinking that we'll lose we're putting out the best we can under the conditions bearing in mind that the following week we've got a league match which might lead us to a championship that's very fair yeah i agree with that i agree with what you're saying um going back to to what carol said obviously i mean it would be amazing if whoever he puts out on thursday just uh, we're at home we've got the fans behind us and we just come out guns blazing and we're able to really get some goals going and and maybe even sneak a win i don't think it's going to happen but it would be wonderful if it did anything is possible it will be absolutely fantastic if we can I don't, don't think anybody will argue with that. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Looking forward to it. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. That's going to be amazing. And then um, it is what it is, guys. You know, we've we just got to hope yeah. for the best at the end of the day. But, but considering what we've achieved so far since Pochettino's been with us, it's been pretty good going. And it's really, as Merrick said on the podcast a few weeks ago, this is just the most amazing time to be a Spurs fan. And yes, we had a couple of knocks over the last couple of weeks. But what you do is you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and you carry on moving forward because that's what they've got to do. And and it just keeps us in check that we, we can't get too excited yet. <laughs> And won't it be nice if Arsenal have wobbly wheels after today? Well, I can't see them overturning their 2-0 um, home leg at the new Camp, can you? Next week. <laughs> match on Tuesday. No so actually, whether we stay, whether, whatever happens on Thursday, we are still in Europe longer than Arsenal this season. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, the other thing we need to consider is the fact that we have such a very young team. Yeah. Yeah. We do. A young team, and if they wobble a little bit, then sometimes maybe you can say, well, you know, they don't always have the experience. And I think that was part of Potch's idea for last week, was to put in the youngsters to give them some experience of those big games, seriously big games, because that is far and away the biggest game we've been involved in in, a, in some time. Yeah. Yeah. And considering who they are, I mean, they could have been, yeah. they could, they could have scored more go goals against us. So, actually, we did, we didn't do too badly. 
but of course you you'll just you'll get the naysayers you'll get the people who are just negative who are going to find something to criticize yes. him about regardless because you can't keep everybody happy unfortunately and they also have no pressure in their league they're in second place same as us they're, they're five points behind Bayern same as we are behind Leicester but the third team they're 16 points ahead of the third team mm. we've got we've got Arsenal um, breathing down our necks and Manchester City hoping to pull up a few places as well you know we, we we also have that little added pressure they didn't they could just think well okay if we put our, our strongest team this this match and that they, we win which they did even if we lose the next match it's not going to make any difference to us we're still going to be 13 points clear per team yeah exactly exactly so what does this tell you at the end of the day we just we've just got to <laughs> hope for the best uh, <laughs> believe in Pochettino's philosophy um, hope that the boys have the mentality that it takes to keep on winning and see it through to the end of the season and hope that the fans have the mentality that it takes to keep yeah. on supporting them. I think that's a big thing, you know, stop questioning everything. Just be just be appreciative of what and acknowledge what we've achieved so far this season. And um, and it's it's pretty good to be a Spurs fan right now. It is. It's great Absolutely. to be a Spurs fan right now. Absolutely. And and you know, we should revel in that. So what if we had a couple of, you know, bumps in the road? That's life. Move on. We're always going to have them. So we might as well just be thankful that they haven't happened very often this season. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's exciting times ahead, whichever way you look at it. I know it's so cliche, but, you know, the future's white, the bright, the future's lily white. And it's so true. Yep. As long as those... Fuckers, stop bloody wool saying that they want to come for Pochettino because I will murder somebody. I can't see him going anywhere. Nah. That, that won't happen. Nah. Seriously, Nikki, the South American managers, they're, the pinnacle for them is managing their national team. Now he's, he's not... Argentina don't need him at the moment and he's not ready for Argentina yet. Um, at, at Tottenham, he's creating something. He's building a really good CV. He's creating something. There's no benefit going to a club like Chelsea or or Man United where they buy players. I mean, it's really annoyed me recently when the press have begun on about, oh, Van Gaal is playing the youngsters. <laughs> Hello, we've been doing that all season. Exactly. And Van, and Van Gaal has only played youngsters because he's been forced to through injury. He doesn't <laughs> do it through choice like Pochettino has. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I should be most annoyed if Pochettino... I mean, I know that... Um, uh, what's his name at, at Leicester? Uh, what's, what's the manager? Uh, yeah, I know that Ranieri has done an amazing job this season. But as for being manager of the year, I think it should be Poch. Oh, yeah. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Be because there's a lot smaller chunk of luck being involved in our in where we are than mm. where, uh, for Leicester. Mm. I agree. It's... Yeah, I suppose it's all down to personal opinion and perspective at the end of the day. But let's see and, and see what happens, guys. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off the podcast? 
Thanks, Greg. That, sounds like no, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a no. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, I just want to say thank you so much to both of you for taking time and doing the podcast with me while Jav is off um, at Eston Villa and uh, gallivanting with a couple of the guys from the group. And oh, you've given it away now. <laughs> You're like the, getting a body Jenny job. Coleman. Better. That is a much better theory. <laughs> well, I just think he's slagging off, so you know, <laughs> I've got to work while he's having fun. That's this, this, this. There's got to be something that's got to happen about this. And oh, oh, and he gets to go and meet the team this week, on Tuesday. Oh, I'm glad he's not yes. done the pod this week then, because he would be absolutely unbearably full of it. Oh so, yeah, that's um... also true. <laughs> <laughs> And rightly so, in, in all fairness, you know. Actually, yeah, no, look, I mean, that is quite exciting. And, and hopefully, I think there was talk that Pochettino might not be there, but then again, he might. So, who knows? Who knows? But he did actually ask a question. Sorry, before I even wanted to sign off. I keep, sorry, Jahav, I keep forgetting about you. Um, I quite like this position I'm in. Power. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to let it go to my head. Um, he actually, Nicky Marriott's the, the new Joffrey. <laughs> he actually asks a question. Um, so you get to go and meet the players and, and possibly Pochettino this week, and you have a chance to ask one of them a question. Who do you ask and what do you ask? Greg, we'll go to you first. Um, well, if you're asking Pochettino... Or I suppose what I'd like to know if we really are um, in negotiations behind the scenes for Batshui. Um, oh, okay. Because um, I mean, the thing is that I wouldn't expect him to answer it either. That's the trouble. Mm. It's, it's difficult because it's a question that I wouldn't want him to answer because I wouldn't want the press to get hold of it. Yeah. But I'd also like to know because with. I'm certain we're going to address this striker situation and you know as I said I, I have my favorite others had other favorites um, I just hope it's not Berahino although if he comes and I will be behind him because he's Fox's choice so yeah, that's the like question I would ask. No. I don't like Berahino either I don't think it's I don't think he'll fit in and uh, I just hope we don't go for him but that's maybe just because of his, um, the way he's handled himself with this whole situation this year. I just, I've lost respect for him. He's just acted like yeah. a bit of like a petulant child, and um, and actually treated his his club that he's with uh, with a little bit of disrespect, in my opinion. So if he can do that to them, what's to stop him from doing that to us? The minute that Man United or Chelsea or somebody else come knocking. Yeah, I think he's banjacks his chances. There's just no way um, because of his attitude. Not the sulking on the bench, but the, the social media thing. The yeah. Thing. Never yeah. going to pay for the chairman again on your bike, sunshine. Don't want you. Would yeah. Want to touch you with someone else's to, um, to use an old quote. So he can stay where he can go wherever he wants. If Chelsea want him, they can have him. I, I understand today that Arsenal are signing Peter Vinovic. So, um, so. There'll be no room for anybody else to move in the Premiership because everything will be taken up by Ibra. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which will um, be interesting. Yeah, okay. All right, Bex, so if you had to ask somebody a question in the team, who would it be? I, I would um, ask Eric Dyer 
does he ever want to punch Deli Alley for taking videos and landing him in to, to make it for making Eric Hire look like a complete idiot? Because they were posting again on Thursday. And I just think sometimes he's, he's just going to want us to turn around and punch him. So I'd like to know, you know, what is his opinion on those? Yeah, he is very patient with him, isn't he? <laughs> I would just push the little toe rag into the street. Cause they, were, they were filming walking down the road yeah. um, in London on Thursday. <laughs> And they're looking at lingerie. Do you think this would look good on diet? Yes, really? <laughs> a lot of patience. It really does take a lot of patience. <laughs> he is like a naughty younger brother, isn't he? And he's just got such a like a little um, naughty streak to him, actually. Not off the pitch as well as on. But it, it's it's um, it's nice to see them from a different light. Did you see that interview with him where they were asking him, so who who's got who sings the most or who's got the worst voice and yeah. who dances the worst and yeah. who's got the worst best sense and who does their hair all the time. It's just nice to be able to, uh, I suppose, see behind the scenes and see, you know, regardless of their status as a footballer and and their fan status, um, they're, they're humans just like us, you know. They also have bad days just like us. They're just regular people, but they're elevated to the status because obviously what they do. Um, but so it's nice to see that. I quite I quite enjoy seeing seeing the human side of them. Let's yeah, put it that absolutely. way. And so I would just that's why I would ask um, if, if it is if their friendship that comes across so very well on Twitter and those yeah. videos if that's a real thing or if it's just Deli Ali being an Egypt. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, it seems very genuine in all truth. Yeah, but there you go. The thing so is, that's what I would ask. <laughs> The thing is, I don't know if it's the same for women, but you can measure the friendship between blokes by how, how much we abuse each other. I don't know if it's the same for women, but, but for us blokes, I mean, certainly, if, if you've got a really good mate, you rip, you rip him a new one and he'll do the same to you. And nobody, t you know, it is, it's, yeah. what, it's like what they, they like to call a bromance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it looks like they've got that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, Nikki, who would your question be to and what would it be? Uh, it will be to Chadley. And wow, <laughs> <laughs> you never saw that number. You never saw that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be to Chadley and it would be to ask him if um, he would keep our little romance quiet <laughs> from Pochettino <laughs> because you would don't want to upset the gaffer. And um, and I don't want to ruin my chances with him either. <laughs> so will he be happy to be my little bits on the side secret, dirty little Your secret? Dirty little secret. <laughs> Bearing in mind that Paul has to know about them both. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but he'll be holding the camera, won't he? <laughs> I always knew there was a reason I keep him around. <laughs> Wine bitch, tea bitch, camera bitch. <laughs> Actually, in all honesty, I don't know. I don't know who I would really want to ask. I'd, I'd probably be going goo goo gaga, 
over chatty yeah. and somebody has to write the drool of my chin so I, I would be hoping not to make a fool of myself and tell him how much I love him because that's what I seem to do when I meet players or people that I, that I really like and like I love you you don't know this you don't understand how much I love you I think they I think they're a bit worried and they leave and go and take out a restraining order immediately <laughs> gosh I wonder why <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I suppose if I had to probably ask anyone no you see I can't ask anyone a question because I'll just make a fool of myself yeah, but I think that's a given almost. Because you're a fan, hey. then you would. Because <laughs> that's what people do, isn't it? Is because you admire these people, it's very hard, like you say, to treat them as, as humans rather than gods. Yeah. So it, I think anybody meeting a Spurs player would really struggle to, act, yeah, you know, if I saw them, I'm going to be really brave and I'll ask them this, this, and this. Whereas actually, you wouldn't. You no. would kind of free. Your brain would just get a mush, and you would find it hard to act like a rational human being. And you do. You forget right. that yeah. what you would have wanted to ask them. Yeah, yeah that's okay. it. Exactly. Yeah, I would probably ask Carl Walker because um, he's the prankster. You know what other pranks he plays on the guys? Is he like that all the time, even at home? Because he he seems like quite a serious guy, but he's actually quite the Quite the prankster, yeah. the joker. He likes that. Uh, again, it just goes back to seeing a different side of the guys. You know, they've all got their personalities, and it's so nice to see it come through, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, guys, I think we can wrap it up. Thank you so much again for joining me, and uh, thank you to Jev for letting me take over the podcast once again. Um, but it was really good to speak to you both. And uh, Bex, enjoy Thursday. I hope we Thanks at least much. put up a really, really good battle. Okay, I will um, very much try. It will be good. We will be lo doing lots of singing. Absolutely. I expect to hear you. I'm going to pinpoint you. That's Bex. I can hear <laughs> her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, and Greg, thank you so much for the article that you wrote for the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast webpage. Oh, right. Yeah. We are going to be putting that up in the next couple of weeks and, uh, and publicizing that for everybody because when Greg writes something, we enjoy it so much that we just try and savor the moments and find the absolutely perfect time to post it. So, so mm -hmm. we we've been holding on for it onto it for a little while um, until we can publish it. So, so look out for that one, guys. And uh, on that note, the future is bright. The future's Lily White. Good night. Up on our shirt, gods have failed as men are hailed and faced.
faces in the dirt Now gather round and sing it out And we'll talk out over her